0: Welcome to week number 207 of the Two Guys in a Friday's podcast. My name is Steven and that over there is Travis. Steve, it's like we just did this. We did it a week ago. It's very similar, um, but it's a little different as this is a live edition of the show. We recorded this live from AwesomeCon. Con. We'll talk about that in a second, but before we do, thank you to sign them for the theme song this week. Thanks so much, Simon. Appreciate it. TGIFcast at gmail.com. If you want to send in your own version of the theme song at TGIFcast on all social media, you can follow us, you can get updates. You'll know exactly when these live shows are so you can buy a ticket and you can be there live in person and part of the live episode of these podcasts.
1: Yeah. We'd love to see you. Whether or
0: not you can hear yourself. That's a different story, but uh, yeah, this was uh, back in June. But uh we like to do whatever was going on 30 years ago in news, anyways, even though we didn't watch any new episodes this week, we're still talking about 30 years ago, just to keep you in a calendar order. So these uh, this week would have been what, like the 30. When are we at? Friday,
1: September 3rd, 1993 would have been the Friday of this week.
0: All right. So I got a couple stories for you. I know we've mentioned this a few times because there was a whole lot of craziness going on with the uh, late night TV with Letterman and Leno and who's going to be the new host and what channels are they going to be on? Well, Letterman, uh, if you remember, he went to CBS Mm and on August 30th, 1993 was his debut episode and finally
1: this is a i i don't know I, I it's hard for me to keep up with all this
0: yeah so this was his debut episode on cbs and uh he had some good guests that's the reason i pulled this uh musical okay. guest okay. musical guest billy joel and okay. uh his main guest actor and comedian bill murray was on the show oh, okay cool i think they've been good friends since then and uh i think they might have even come back for like the final or one of the final episodes as well that would make sense. Yeah.
1: So that was Bring it. Bring back the person that you started with.
0: Yeah. That was uh, August 30th, 1993, the debut episode of Late Show with David Letterman. And then I uh, pulled a story on September 2nd, 1993 as well as the uh, 1993 MTV Video Music Awards aired. Okay. That's Cool. I like to pull these I things. Guess. I like to see like who the presenters were, who the songs were. See if there's any presenters that might have been TGIF related. One. See if there might have been any uh, song winners of songs that we've heard or they've talked about on uh, on the shows. Uh, in Vogue, best dance video, best R&B video. We know it's the Hanging with Mr. Cooper theme song. Yeah, so that's a good one. That's pretty cool. Oh, best choreography in a video. They won at least three that year, so that's a pretty yeah. good one. Um.
1: Looks like madonna won some stuff they mention her every now and then
0: madonna and i don't know randomly. if we ever saw a pearl jam poster in anyone's uh room or anything like that i want to
1: say brody maybe had a pearl jam poster
0: yeah um that Somebody was had an rem poster he might have had a rem poster too
1: pearl jam one like video baby. of
0: the year right. and this was a big year for rock music too like um four yeah. of i guess i guess you would say four of the five nominees were rock bands uh Pearl Jam, Aerosmith, Peter Gabriel, uh, kind of in the middle there. Uh R.E.M and then En Vogue also nominated for video of the year. Yeah. Um, it's a good
1: year. So I like I like best new artist with Stone Temple Pilots as as a best new artist. Where's that?
0: Yeah. Oh, they won that. Yeah, yeah. They did, yeah. Cornful Pyros, good there. Don't even know who Belly and Tasmine Archer are.
1: Oh, uh, I know. I don't know Tasmine Archer, but I definitely know Belly, especially that song. I think I do that on that song. Sleeping Satellite. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know.
0: Um, any uh, presenters that jump out to you? Uh,
1: I think so. If a couple, well, some that are funny. Michael Richards as a presenter on the VMA seems odd, like an odd choice. Um, I like the Shaquille O'Neal, Cindy Crawford pair up. That's a good one. Um, the re- for whatever reason that they chose to have two two VJs Dan Cortez and Bill Bellamy team up with Steven Tyler, be with some butthead presenting best metal hard rock. I feel rock like video, that Milton Berle
0: and RuPaul was like a memorable clip of the. Two I feel like on that on was
1: the stage. most memorable thing of the whole was them just bickering the whole time. That was a
0: oh and Tony like, Bennett and the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I think Tony Bennett like dressed up or something like crazy like the Chili Peppers would have dressed up. Okay. I guess if I remember right.
1: Counter Reeves is a presenter. He's I always like Counter Reeves.
0: Yeah. So. Good year. Um this is not the year Pearl Jam like jumped off the or is that Rage Against the Machine? That was Rage. That's not. No, I think that was the year before. I think that was I think the year. I
1: think it's has not yet happened. Not yet happened? No, I think that's more mid nineties.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. Um but yeah, that's a fun one. Ninety three VMAs. Go back and watch it. We did not.
1: Did not. No
0: uh oh man
1: is that all your news stories for, for the week
0: that's all i got what about movies and music what was number one no
1: changes same movie the fugitive uh it's got a couple more weeks left but this is the last week i can't help falling in love with you before you. before we get another smash hit that'll take over the charts for weeks to come
0: oh i'm excited okay it's not peter gabriel's digging in the dirt
1: is that peter gabriel
0: Uh, All right, so this is our awesome con episode. This is live from Washington, D.C. We kind of hinted at it. This is our dad brackets. We narrowed it down to the uh, eight best dads from TGIF and then we had the crowd in Washington, D.C. help us uh, try to figure out who it actually was. Who was the best dad from TGIF?
1: Yep, yeah, and these, we recorded this June sixteenth of this year. So yeah, let's see uh let's see what they did. It was a great crowd. I appreciate everybody who came out. Some we I think heated think
0: we conversation. We had yeah, some, there was some very good debate. yeah. A lot of debate, some different uh opinions on why some dads were better than others. But eventually Which is what makes this fun. Yeah. Eventually they figured it out. They got it down to one dad, and we're gonna play that episode for you right now, and you can find out finally, I know you've been waiting for it since June, who the number one TGIF dad was. Come on,
1: start. Yeah, let's do it.
0: Welcome, guys. Uh, my name is Steven. This is Travis. We do a little podcast oh. called Two Guys into Fridays. Uh, every Friday, what?
1: One guy, two guy.
0: That's number two guy. Um, every Friday, we go back, we rewatch whatever happened to air on TGIF thirty years ago, and then we talk about it. That's it. So that's the premise. We're back in '93 right now. We're watching some shows you may have heard of, some shows you might not remember kind at all. Kind
1: of. Right now it's a little weird because we're in like the summer reruns, se- like part of the se- season, and there's only really one show we're watching that actually aired thirty years ago. And no one remembers that. No one. one knows it, even though it has Matthew Perry, Brooke These. It's pretty, well. That dude that got it. in
0: trouble for touching feet yeah. on like T- um, Nickelodeon. Name? You're a big fan. Dan, of Schneider. Dan Schneider. Dan Schneider. Oh, yeah, you know the feet stuff of him. Yeah. Don't look it up. It's a
1: family, it's a family podcast. Um,
0: but, yeah, so we're watching that show. That actually aired 30 years ago, and then we're catching up on a couple shows to get ready for when they come back in the fall, right? Yeah,
1: so this fall is a pretty, pretty well-established pretty well lineup. We're going to have uh, Family Matters followed by Step by Step, and it's going to be the debut of Boy Meets World on TGIF, and then the debut of Hanging with Mr. Cooper on TGIF. It starts at season two, but that's going to be the lineup. It's probably, probably the
0: best, fall. like... Well,
1: I've I said know. it a million times. There's no full I've, ne- hours. I've never seen Sabrina the Teenage Witch, so I can't... I don't know how to judge that in there.
2: Okay. Well,
1: yeah. I'm excited. We're, we've been catching up with Hang with your Cooper season one, so it's a good show. It's, I'm having fun with it. It's good stuff. You say, you say Dinosaurs is on there? Or no? They come back in, in the spring of 2024. Okay. So
0: like right now, if you were to go listen to an episode of our podcast, we're watching Cooper to catch up on that, Home Free, and then we're watching Dinosaurs yeah. to be ready, all caught up once that comes back. And, on see, TV. and the last
1: season of Perfect Stranger starts in a couple weeks, so we'll, we'll get that We'll get that done, too. Yeah, that show got bad, I feel like. It did. Yeah. It did.
0: Um, so we're doing things a little different today. Uh, normally, we just talk about the shows that we watched that week that aired 30 years ago. Today, since we're in front of a live crowd, we're doing a little bracket. It's Father's Day on Sunday. Happy Father's Day, Steve. Hey, happy Father's Day Thanks, to you, man. Travis. Um, and to
1: all of you out there.
0: Yeah. Any fathers? Any fathers? No. One. One. Maybe. Okay. Um, so we decided to do a little dad bracket. We narrowed it down to the eight best dads on TGIF, and we were thinking maybe 16 we would narrow it down to, and then we realized like
1: there's not a lot of dads.
0: There's a lot of dead
1: dads, dead dads. there's a lot, a lot of, of non-
0: divorced dads. dads, there's a lot of we don't know what happened to the yeah. dads.
1: It's really funny when you get into it like how few dads there are on TGIF as a ratio. Uh, so kind of did the work for us and gave us these eight, eight So these teams. are eight.
0: Do you want to introduce them, or do you want me to just get it as we get to each pair? Do you well, as talk we get to each them? pair,
1: let's talk about it. I don't think we need to do the full ranking okay. full rankings So right the goal now.
0: is, I mean, we don't really care what criteria you use. We just want to narrow it down to who you feel is the best dad. That can mean a lot of different things. It could mean, like, I mean, how many kids he had, or Most how much supportive. money he made. Yeah, how supportive he is. How emotionally
1: available. Mm-hmm. Who gave the best, like... TGIF dad speech at the end of the day. Or who do you want to be your dad? I don't know. Any of those things.
0: All right. So let's see if we can get this working. This is where we need to be. This is our first bracket right here. We've got step-by-step versus full house.
1: And step-by-step I'm uh, not step-by-step.
0: Weird. I'm sorry. Sister-sister versus yeah, full
1: sisters house. Full house was a little bit weird because there's the three, there are three guys, right? But only two of them are dads. So we kind of had some back and forth on how we were going to represent this, but we chose...
0: We thought Jesse... Yeah, Jesse's very much a dad. He's got twins. But uh, let's start off with Ray Campbell. You may know from Sister Sister. Now, we're we're back in 93 watching. Sister Sister has not debuted yet. Right. So this is probably the one that we know the least about because we haven't been watching it. Easily, yeah. So we definitely need your help, and especially if you feel like Ray Campbell is a better dad than Jesse Kostopoulos.
1: So here's my thing. Okay. Here's my memory of Ray Campbell, is that... I remember him being kind of like a good dad. I mean, he adopted, he adopted Tia, right? It was Tia, the one that was his daughter? He adopted Tamara. Um, and obviously when Tia came in, there was, there was like this, this like opposite personality thing going on, right? Like he was more aligned with Tamara and, and Lisa was more aligned with, with uh, Tia. Tia. Yeah. Um, and I felt like that, I don't know how that represents for him. I don't know how it represents that he kind of like went to the new daughter as opposed to the daughter that he adopted i mean but it, he's still I, a pretty stand-up dude i think for it going says a lot that he adopted with. yeah i think a that's child, a, think that's a sure. big deal yeah
0: um what did we say like
1: so limo say limo he owns his own limo company he's a, you know entrepreneur self-starter um i remember him being a nice guy even though he was also kind of had a little bit of a temper every now and then but generally being fairly supportive of the kids
0: yeah any sister sister fans out
3: there
1: have anything yeah. good or bad to say Smithfield about ray here.
3: You, I, I, can't, I don't
2: remember
1: the show. He cool. was. He was strict, but he was also like like he kind of had those moments of of like insight and kindness that led to those those into the show moments, right? But he was he was a strict dad. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Any other? Will you raise your hand? What do you got? yeah, uh, I agree. Ray
4: was a good He was strict with the hair gang. Um, got Theo Martinez the dad. Basically took
1: the straight into 100%. Absolutely.
4: <laughs>
1: it does say a lot about him, though.
4: Yeah. Yeah, what were we
0: saying about Ray when we drove up? Ray, and Lisa's her name, right? Lisa's yeah, the other mom. The so yep. they tried to have some sort of romantic connection at one point, but it didn't work out, is that right? Yeah, it was right?
1: short-lived in, like, season four. Yeah. And then, like... In the
0: like same period of time the show was going on, he was like dating other women. Yeah. Okay. I'm just trying to get like trying to get like how yeah, much of a player. Yeah, we definitely have the was, least and... the least
1: insight into him. I will say on a, on a real life basis, he's from Richmond. We're from Richmond, Tim Reed, You know, there's there's some there's We're, some pros there. I don't know if you could protect anybody from Roger. My, my memory of Roger is that he was getting in no matter, no matter what. He was kind of the Urkel. Did the either parent like, like Roger or yeah. at
0: first? I don't think so, right? Yeah.
1: I
4: don't...
0: Oh, yeah, because he's been living next door a lot longer yeah. than... Yeah, that makes sense. Right, right. All right, so we've got Ray Campbell paired up with uh, with Jesse from Full House. He's uh, father of two twins. I don't remember their names. Do you? Nicky and Alex. and Alex, that's right. It was on top of my t- The t- Greekest names that he could possibly <laughs> come up with.
1: You're the Greek guy. You should know that. Yeah. Um, you probably have cousins named Nikki and Alex. So, I mean, not
0: only is he the father of these two kids, he had a lot of practice being fathers. He was uh, very much a Three father different figure, aged yeah. girls growing up. Absolutely. Um, So he's experienced, like, all these levels of life. I'm pretty
1: sure he took Michelle to her first day of kindergarten.
0: Uh, Yeah, I think he did. Um, What else has he got going? He's married. He wrote a,
1: a, a number one hit song about the twins.
0: Yeah. Uh, would you say he's got a decent financial like stability? Going I do. On? I would.
1: He's a he's in a he's in a hit band. He's has got a successful business that he started with his best friend, one of his best friends. Um, I'll tell you my my biggest complaint about him as a as a TGIF dad. Okay. He is literally a TGIF dad for like three episodes, four episodes. They, they have the oh, kids. because they, while
0: the show was on TGIF, yeah, they have the kids, okay. in the
1: last season that TG that Full House is on TGIF, and then that's
2: it. Is that fair to put that against it? I'm just we're saying, if, we're looking, at, his, like, if we're, time time we're looking at if we're looking at TGIF dads,
1: if we're looking at TGIF dads, I, I I think that that should play a little bit into it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What? What do you got? His
3: activity just as a dad is not. that he really does with the
1: twins? So you're. That's a valid point. He is he is often a good role model and is there as a. As a father figure for the for the three girls, right? Yeah. But when it comes to the twins, he is they do play him as that aloof, kind of not always knowing the right the how right way. How old do go. they
0: get though on this show? Are they like five? Four, five, or, five yeah. I mean, how but much still, do you want them to do at that point, really? I mean
1: but even when they're babies. I think that's about Like they're four. not
0: catching a football in the backyard at four years old or anything.
1: No. <sighs> yeah. But they decided not to. They, they talked, to, I think that they thought they of it. They move it some point because there's another whole show called
0: Fuller House after that. Yeah. They're not living uh, in the attic still, right? Yeah. Fuller but,
1: fuller. but living in the attic was a conscious choice as part of the, like, broader family unit, so. Yeah. It was safe. They, they, That's a pretty selfish fixed, decision. They fixed by, it up. That's Jesse. fine. I, I want to hear what you gotta say real quick. I
4: don't know, like, Jesse being a great uncle doesn't. doesn't kind of- I agree. That's why we didn't put
1: Joey on there too. That's why Joey is not on here. It's because it's not about the best uncle. It's not about the best neighbor, you know, fatherly figure. It's about the best dad. So I agree with you.
4: I would do the same thing. I'm not gonna help. I'm
1: not gonna fault him for that. That's probably real tough. You gotta like put fingernail polish on him or something. What do you What do you yet? Uh, so he does go back to
3: school. Like that, I think is his big thing. It's like trying to be more educated. Sure. His, like, his big like moment that I feel he's trying to like be better for his kids. Okay. No, Instead of spending you. time with his
0: kids, he's going back to school Hey, whoa, whoa. whoa.
1: <laughs> There's nothing wrong with going back to school when you have kids. <laughs> I've spent many many nights when I would rather spend time with my kid getting furthering my education. Does, does
0: job, yeah what does she, she do
1: so here's a problem i'm going to just say it straight up Full House is only on TGIF for two seasons. And it is literally the season that, the last season of the season where they have the babies. So my memory, our memory, our collective memory of those, those later seasons, minimal. And
2: how much
1: did get I believe it's only on for three seasons and then it, and then it went to like CBS or, or NBC. Yeah. But we haven't gotten there yet, it hasn't started. Again, why we don't know much about Sister Sister. Um, let's vote, let's vote, let's take it to the vote. Are we ready to vote? I think we're ready to vote. We got we other brackets. Not to the I don't you know. gotta go up. I don't know how. Go she back has up. To say. Go back up. All right.
0: There's your matchup. All right. Ray versus Jesse.
1: So you all are voting, by the way. You all are the you all are the deciders of who's moving on. Um, completely up to you. So can we get hands for Ray? Do we, I don't even know. If we need to ask Jesse. All right, I think I think Ray wins. I, I like it. I like it. I, I had him in my mind. Too. For any of you that were
0: not here for uh, when we did our theme song bracket, Sister Sister made it all the way to the finals, to the, finals. the best theme song. Yeah. Uh, eventually losing to Family, Family Matters, Matters, right? Yeah, that's, Which, a that's a tough one. It's a tough one. But uh, yeah, cool. We've got Ray going on to the is that semifinals? I guess. Next up. This is a tough one. I think.
1: Uh, I don't think it's as hard as you think you it is. You don't think? Okay. I don't.
0: So we've got a couple. We've got a, It's Full House versus Boy Meets World.
1: Mhm. Um. Bob Saget is. Uh, Danny Tanner. Danny Tanner. Yeah. And then, Alan Matthews. I don't know the guys that plays Alan Matthews, but.
0: Let's start with Danny. Uh, three kids, single dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got help. He's got at least he two other dudes helping him. Plus Becky at sometimes. Plus his mom at sometimes. Plus Kimmy at sometimes. Still puts in a lot of work. Comments there shouldn't,
1: shouldn't take away from the work he does.
0: Um, he's, I guess, a news dude, right? Like he's, he's on, got a Wake up, San yeah, Francisco. He's got a, career, a
1: career that we see grow through the show. So a career that he is actively pursuing, actively bettering himself.
0: Uh, he does try to date, and I think. Try to find a mom for the girls at I mean, some point. I'd I don't want to just say find a mom for the girl. He's trying to find a woman
1: at, you know, to be part of the family. And he, I think he has successes and failures like anybody else.
0: Um,
1: Here's what I'll say. Yeah. More so than most of the people, if not all the people on the list, he gives some of the best wrap up dad moments in TGIF programming. Like those, those last five minutes of Full House are often, I mean, those are, the, those are like the clutch moments.
0: Uh, the house is not big enough for the two for everyone to have their own well, room. I'm not going to
1: disagree with the fact that that house is ridiculous for 17 people. Yeah, but that was that was a different bracket we did last time. Um, Thoughts from the crowd, Danny Tanner. Goods or bads? Uh, right? I
2: don't disagree.
4: And he does. He does.
2: He
1: does.
4: Never never word where, uh, that's true he was never he was
1: never as for as OCD as he was a lot about a lot of things he was never like crazy strict he was always just strict enough and it because he always got to that moral point he always got to that like story at the end that made sense
0: should we move on sure any other positives or negatives for danny we go on Alan Matthews, and uh, another show that we had not started to watch yet. We're going to start watching in the fall. It airs fall of 93. Right. I do have season. a much
1: better recollection. Boy Meets is one of my favorite shows on TGI. So I have a much better re- recollection of this show than others. But... Do they have
0: one more kid in that picture, or is it just a, do they have another they baby? A...
2: Yeah. Oh. They do have a baby. There is another they do baby, have a baby at some one. point. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: father of four kids, right? Four, correct. Four kids. Uh, I mean...
1: He well, manages a grocery he store. He ends he up does. quitting that job to pursue because he's just not—that's not his dream. He doesn't want to manage a grocery store. He ends up uh, him and his wife end up together, kind of purchasing a. Well, I would say she more so, but anyways, they purchase a, a sporting goods store. So it is a family. Oh, business. that's right. I remember um, the sporting goods store. What again, she an entrepreneur. Do before that, I, honestly, I can't. Does remember. anyone remember what she was doing? Was she okay? Okay. So here's my here's my thing about Alan Matthews. He was he was never the star of the show. It was never about it. It was never the Alan Matthews show. It was never meant for him to be the one to give the fatherly advice. Does that make you agree?
2: Father- well, but he but they, but, show. but here's
1: here's why I say that. Because he was never written to be a real strong like fatherly figure. Okay. So he wasn't. He wasn't always very supportive of Eric. Um, he was supportive of Sean a lot of times, but Sean also found better role models as the time went on with Mr. Turner and, and others. But I mean if you look at the crux of who was the like the the patriarchal like like moral compass of that show, they all went to Mr. Feeney. Mr. Feeney was where they found their solace, where they were able to talk about things, where they got their lessons at the end of the day. And Alan was just kind of kind of like the guy who was like, I'm here, I'm part of the show because I need a dad, but you know, I don't I'm not really I don't know. He wasn't very supportive. I don't Make think. Alan not sound like he sucks. I'm not saying he sucked, but I don't think he was as I don't think he was as active or important to the kids' lives as other people were that played those father figures. Uh, you you raised your hand first.
3: You are downplaying Alan Matthews. Wait. Am so, I? Okay. He had some of the most emotional moments I okay. would ever see in the show. I uh, he brought me to tears so many times in his interactions with Corey and okay. Eric. Uh, the best one. if you got my face got my attention.
1: That's true, I remember that. Yeah, you're right. So so fair, fair. Uh,
0: no
4: you Go ahead. so I agree that you know was one of the moral comes of the show, because the show wasn't about Al it was about horse. He didn't get those he didn't get those sit comed if
2: you look the gear. Right. But when he got
4: those moments he was always great. Yeah.
1: Well, and I think that's my point, is that even though, look, you don't, you don't get as many of the moments as you guys were talking about. You, you do get really strong, powerful moments, but you don't get as many as you do with some of the other dads. And that's, like, like I said, and like we've all said, the show isn't about Alan Matthews. It's about Corey and the friend group more so. So I, I don't know. I just struggle with him being kind of a higher tier. Not to mention, he's kind of just in a tough bracket, so...
0: So do you think matched up against different guys would be a different situation? Do you think it's the Danny Tanner matchup that's making you just, like, kind of... I
2: I think it doesn't help. Yeah.
0: Yeah,
1: I don't think it
4: helps. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: I think Alan's the most real.
2: You think he's the most real? Yeah. I think...
1: You know, I think you're right. I think... I think he's the most authentic. I think if you were to like rank them on most likely to exist in real life versus like a sitcom dad, he's probably most likely to exist in real life. I think that's fair. I think it's real I'd fair. What's i would rather have, <laughs> have Alan. Al. Is there but any reason? Part of the realness and
3: yeah.
0: also I just I mean, I know both are very
3: understanding, but I don't know. It just seems like with, their life was also just better. I mean you was in, you are in a real family. Yeah. I'd say no, those things not a real family. Like, we're all real family. But You have a lot of his dad. He seems like a more stable environment. In the yeah. first season the Full House, Danny is dating a lot. Like, he is kind of a player.
1: I'm not mistaken. I mean, he's, a, he's a TV show host in San Francisco. Yeah. Um, I will say, though, you say, you say more accepting. I will say Alan, I felt like, did have a lot of moments where he really didn't connect with the way that his kids wanted to live their lives. And, and that caused some tension. A lot of tension. Right. But... Exactly. I think this might be closer than you think. Maybe we will. That's great. I love that. Let's do it.
0: All right. Let's put it to vote. We've got, uh, like we said, where are we at? Here we are. Danny versus Alan. Full House versus Boy Meets World. Hands up for uh, Danny as whatever you consider to be the best dad. Oh my. So
1: God. Danny Tanner.
0: Da- we're voting for Danny right now.
1: All right. So seven people have raised their hands. So I'm curious to see how many people raise their hands for Alan Matthews. So that's five. So Danny Tanner gets it. It was. I I love that. Keep that up this whole time. Keep us on our toes. Next one. This, This, I think, is an interesting one.
0: This one because I don't think a lot of people know the show. I think that's the problem. I I did match up these two guys because they both have lots of kids is what I was thinking.
1: (laughs) The Brady Bunch. Well, I guess definitely not the Brady Bunch. So we've got Step by Step
0: versus a little show called Just the Ten of Us, which I know some of you remember and probably a lot of you do not remember. But uh, let's see. Um, We've got first, we've got Frank Lambert. Um, He is the, I guess, biological father of three, well, four after they have another kid, right? right? In the beginning, it's three. He's got his three stepchildren. Um, he's moving into the house. He has his own. Well, is he it's his own construction company? Right. He does. Yep. Yeah.
1: He owns a construction company. His
0: own construction company. Um, he's moving in with this girl that he met in Jamaica. After a week. Well, he
1: knew he knew her before Jamaica. He just stalked her to Jamaica. She didn't know him,
0: right? Uh, she, I, I they they didn't know each other until they got there, right?
1: Maybe, but he definitely went there because she went there.
0: So. They have their own, another business within the house. Uh, yeah, that's um, all I don't know if that has to do with him being a better dad with her career, but I mean, it's still sure, part of the whatever. family situation. Sure. Um, I mean, as far as dads go, I think that like all the other dads, he's fair. He's giving good lessons. I mean,
1: I, I think he's extremely supportive. I think that he more so than a lot of the dads is always trying to be there for his kids and help them like get to those next stages. Um, I mean, he's real goofy, and that's not a bad thing. But we all, one thing we do see from him is in that first episode when they show him at the apartment with the three kids, and it's just a disaster. And there's like food every spoiled food everywhere. There's the spoon stuck in the. So without the, Carol,
0: he would not be the father that. Well,
1: he is. I, I just think that he wasn't always maybe, as far as a caretaker. As far as a caretaker, he wasn't always on top of his game. Um, Intelligence learned, level is probably a well, little I mean, on the lower so side. Well, I mean, I don't think he's. I don't think he's unintelligent. I, don't know. I think he just has a different level of intelligence than, I mean, he's not more street smart, smart he, than book he, he smart. He can sure, do sure, like sure. a lot of sh- stuff that I can't do. I just find them
3: to be a terrible, terrible family just in general. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if supporting him. I mean, they're just, I I know that's how they show love is that just break the leg? Yeah, I know what you mean. The whole time, but it's, just like, it's tough to watch. their family dynamics. It just is.
0: Yeah, I mean, I get that
1: the kids the kids yeah
0: i mean he's trying to bang carol like every episode that there is that's, like
2: that's, i don't i don't think, that they to are, his, I don't don't think that's they are but it's like in front fatherhood. of the children fatherhood. and
0: like let's go upstairs right now while these kids are like eating breakfast yeah, good, for, <laughs> good
1: for them i got no problem with that what do you what do you got
4: <laughs> There's no discussion at all. It
1: worked out for them. They'll, they'll, be, they'll get over it
2: eventually.
4: But I think, um, like,
0: as the seasons go and he becomes more adjusted with his family, like, I think he's a better father. I think he's, like, learning from Carol and, like, adapting things that she does with her children and, like, relating it to his children. I, I mean, they started off, like, being horrible in school and everything, and then they become successful yeah. as they're going. I just always
1: like Frank because I always found him to be super supportive. And this moment, there's so many moments when you think that he is not going to be supportive, when you think he's going to be, he's going to fail, he's going to fall down, it isn't going to work, and he's right there. Like, the episode, a couple weeks ago uh where al was brought bra shopping and he kind of he kind of like he kind of like punted it to carol because that was her role because Al was uncomfortable talking to him but then at the end of the episode he came in and was like you know i i gotta learn to i gotta learn to let you go to carol as her as your mother but i'm also here for those other things that you want to do and he finds that balance of how to how to kind of like be supportive in situations where it might not be very easy for him
0: yeah, our other matchup, or our other uh, opponents in this matchup Graham is Lubbock. Graham Lubbock from a show called Just the Ten of Us. Now, it's called Just the Ten of Us because he's got eight kids, right? Eight kids. Um, they're all his
1: kids. Yeah, uh, family is a...
0: He. They all lived in New York, decided to move to California for a teaching job. He got a better job at a coaching
1: an at at all-boys, and now that I think about it, this is a funny, funny aspect to it, at an all-boys Catholic school in California that he is now forcing his daughters to go to
0: yeah so they're the first they're the first uh, females ever allowed to this school right so it's all boys and then what like four girls, four girls. at that point yeah um,
4: <laughs>
1: right right it's right next to your house um, I'm gonna need you to convince me on this one
0: I mean, I don't know if I can convince you honestly on this one. Does anybody, does anybody
1: watch this show back in the day? Anybody remember this show?
2: Yeah. Do you have so any opinion
1: on, on Graham? I recall that sometimes he could be a
2: little harsh. huh. being
1: yeah. a father of so many kids, you have
4: to
0: get him to Yeah, like he wasn't afraid to punish his kids at all. Like,
1: he didn't have a very soft side. And a lot of times his, his end of the show story was like, look guys, we just gotta be a family and do this. Like that was kind of, a lot of his moral yeah. was, we just gotta do it. Um, I feel like he was
0: often like, talking kind of like crude and dirty, like around the kids.
1: You have a real problem with that, don't you? What? Like, talking crude and dirty around kids? Yeah, I Your do. Kids?
2: Oh.
0: <laughs> you gotta
1: have fun with them, they're never gonna learn. If the... He's got like
0: three-year-olds running around this ah, house. so do I. Um,
1: yeah. well, what else do you, what do you gotta say about Graham? That's true. I will say he did drink a lot on camera, which was nice. Uh, big big beers. Uh, he did bring a giant wheel of cheese home once. Like a, I mean, like like giant wheel of cheese home one time.
2: That's
1: uh, the right there. On TGIF, no, not that I can think of. Well, this was also very early on. This was this like eighty nine, ninety. This is the first year of yeah. TGIF. And this was their last two seasons. So uh, there might be good. some other
0: drinkers in this uh, bracket, actually. Um, so what else I thinking? So, what about like the house that he moved all these kids to? Like, well, it was a fixer upper. It's a fixer upper, and it's they, not really big. It's a big house, but I don't think it's big enough for eight kids. I don't know if that. How really many has of much how to how do many them are sharing that one room? Three. Three of them in the one
1: room. But that's the oldest girls. That's the worst. That's even worse. <laughs> yeah, it Keeps them in line, right? It, it gives them like less opportunity. To but live. they're
0: all doing pretty good, like in school yeah, and everything. doing well.
1: I mean, it's not a. It's not one girl delin- to be a
0: nun, right?
1: I was gonna say it's not a bunch of delinquents, except then there's Jr. Who was a delinquent.
0: Yeah, I mean, he just wants to make like horror movies, right?
1: Like, spray paint, graffiti, and doing all kinds of stuff. Well, yeah. Jr. was also going through that phase of like being a rebellious boy, so they were having a hard time keeping him in check. Rap boy lives.
0: I think I'm ready to vote.
1: This is a tough. This is a.
0: I don't know if it's tough. I don't know how I feel about this. Maybe one. unfair. I don't know. No one really likes either of these dads. I feel well, that's like. That's what I'm saying. Like this
1: is this is, we should have we should have mixed this up with uh, Danny and Alan. All right, Frank, throw your hands up.
2: <laughs> Go ahead and vote.
1: Anybody for, anybody for Graham? Two? Okay, so Frank wins. Frank wins.
0: He was our, our first ever guest on the show, wasn't he? Bill Kirkenbauer? Bill Kirkenbauer,
1: yeah. We've had him on twice.
0: All right, moving him on.
1: He didn't win. Kind of because we have Frank
0: to, won. right? Oh, Frank, Frank won, Frank. that's Frank. right. Oh, wait, that's not where he goes. Jesus, I don't know how to use PowerPoint at all.
1: Steve doesn't work in an office, if you can't tell.
0: All right, that's good enough. There we go. All right, go ahead, Traps.
1: So next we've got uh, two... two, I thought this was an interesting pair up.
2: There's your drinker right there. Because you've got... uh, (laughs)
1: You've got Carl Winslow, and then you've got the character that was almost intentionally created to be the antithesis of Carl Winslow uh, with Earl Sinclair. Um, yeah, they're kind of the same character. But opposites, but like polar opposites. <laughs> let's, let's go to the individual, individual slides. All right, Earl Sinclair, he's uh, a dinosaur. Father of three. Could probably host be the new replacement host on Top Chef if they needed a dinosaur.
0: Could be. Um... Lives with his mother. It's his no. It's his mother-in-law. Mother-in-law, right? which is
1: I think that's a that's a you know having your brother-in-law move in is a very nice thing. Uh,
0: his job's a tree pusher. He's, He's not a making pusher. a lot of money, but it's Blue enough collar. money to support the family. Yep.
1: Blue-collar. Uh, friend hates his kids.
0: He hates his kids. He hates no, his he kids. kind of hates Robbie, but he likes Charlene. He pretty
1: much doesn't like anybody. And he definitely <laughs> hates the baby. Doesn't like the baby. Doesn't support anything Robbie does. Barely talks to Charlene. The only thing that they have in common is they're both fairly materialistic. What
0: does Fran do for her job? Oh, she, she doesn't, doesn't have a job. She's a boss. But she goes... Remember, she went back and like got a job Yeah, one but that, that
1: lasted for one episode. And then they copied it in uh, some other show. Anyone add
0: anything about Anybody Earl Sinclair? Anybody have any positive Sinclair? things to
1: say about Earl Sinclair besides the fact that he's a dinosaur? The series I mean, it's a pretty I I mean, it's a pretty emotional episode. Uh, he it. It's on Wikipedia. I, there's, it's a.
0: Is it a made-up dinosaur?
1: I think it's a megalosaurus, off the top of my head. Does that
0: sound right? Anyone? It's either him or uh, Ridgefield that's a megalosaurus. No, Ridgefield's a
1: triceratops or some kind of horned. I think it's a megalosaurus. All right. Anybody? Anybody want to say anything about Earl Sinclair? I mean, this is not. This is going to be a this landslide is, this is, here. No. no.
3: Yeah.
0: I mean, I don't even know if Earl should have been in this bracket, honestly. We needed a dad. We needed a dad. All Uh, right. He's up against Carl Winslow. Carl Winslow. This is
1: Danny Tanner-level quality of dad, I feel like.
0: Uh, Father, how many kids did he have at one point? Three. Is it just three? Two. No, he's got three. Mm-hmm.
1: Three. Well, depends on what one depends on what season we're talking about. Yeah. Maybe we should maybe we should count that against him. He let one of his children disappear. Yeah, one of his
0: children did disappear. Vanished. That's a negative. Negative.
3: Like, is why he Never come
1: back. <laughs> he, lost <the> <laughs> he lost the child. But hey, Alan Matthews had all kinds of issues with children children coming you know, and going.
2: He returns though.
1: As a different person.
2: <laughs> no, <don't> return unless <laughs> he's
0: I mean, he also has different wives too. If we're talking
1: about that,
2: right. Carl does. Yeah,
1: yeah Carl, you're right. Carl Carl does have a wife change, although it's the same person. But did Carl
2: start the Ice Age? Well, oh. the whole dinosaur. Yeah, the
1: dinosaurs did start okay, the so ice, so ice Age. By default, it has to but that's be. not a fatherly thing. That's just a
2: <laughs>
1: police officer.
0: That's a good thing, right? Sure. <laughs> He's protective of his children. Um, he was a good cop.
2: Uh,
4: he,
1: he, um, he was supportive of his wife keeping her career when that was in question a couple times early on. Uh, He's also got those real... I mean, he's always there for his kids. He's always there to teach them a lesson like, in a positive way. He always has those good... Horrible grab-ups.
0: handyman. He cannot fix but he tries. anything he in the tries. house. he tries. He that, tries. That doesn't count. That doesn't count. It's like, he tries. The sink is still leaking.
1: Well, yeah, it is. Holes in the, so, the you roof. Bet this is a spin show,
3: do we take the other <laughs> show
1: Only his appearances, which were... I don't even know if he was actually in... Yeah, was I don't think he was on Perfect no. Strangers. I think it was only Harriet. Only Harriet. Yeah. He was a little bit. He was a little bit thrifty. He, he was a little bit thrifty. I, there was never any. To me, there was never any question of money. They were always were very budget conscious. Though. They would always like
0: talk about like, oh man, well. the bills. It's so much money this month. Like, but I'll tell you what. Whenever this? he pulled
1: out his wallet, that dude had stacks of cash. Like he rolled in cash. But I mean, I don't. I don't remember any episode where he. Oh, I do. Brings I do. Like the of month cash. He, whenever he gives Eddie like his Eddie like, like his wallet. Hey, hey, let really me get thick. like twenty bucks, and he's like, all right, and then starts like it's all like right. so much money. He got he got us on a car, helped him fix it up.
0: Yeah, um, he does what he can with Steve.
1: He does. He's, yeah, he's he's he is. Him and Steve are best friends. They play both. No, they don't, don't even try they to play, play both Steve. sides, right? They play every episode is I hate you, Steve, leave. And the episodes I love you, Steve. Let's be best friends and hang out forever. So he plays both sides. What about like uh,
0: how he treated the relationships of his children, like Eddie's girls and like Laura's. We haven't really the seen. I he's pretty fair. I, like, yeah, I don't, think really, I don't
1: think we have really seen yet. I mean, Eddie doesn't really have what I've called I mean, like, stable we've relationships. we've seen situations where Carl has,
0: like, a, like, Laura's date has come over to the house and, like, introduced him to. And to Carl's dad. always,
1: Carl rarely ever plays the, like, tough dad card. I mean, he's a, like, asking questions, but he's never a jerk about it.
0: He's always like, this is your curfew, come back at this time. Let's give it. his kids a curfew. Yeah. There's
1: nothing wrong with that. <laughs>
0: I'm just trying to give Earl a little bit of a chance because Earl's going to get beat so bad in this. It's not even like going to be fair. Do we want to just vote on this one? Is it that... Does anybody,
1: does anybody want to vote for Earl? Anybody want a dinosaur for a dad?
0: Is there anyone defending him in any way? All
1: right. But I, I do
4: kind of
1: want a dinosaur for a dad. Like, you do want a dinosaur? I mean, but not Earl. Maybe Roy. That'd be
0: cool. Not Roy. Not I'd Roy. take Earl over Roy. All right. So let's uh, just do this because we need to do this. Go ahead and take that vote. Go ahead. No, we already
1: voted. No, nobody voted for Earl. We're, we're
4: just good. moving them on. Moving them
1: yeah. on. Moving them on. Carl. You know. Carl also moved yeah. his mom in. Sister in law.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He's a good guy.
0: All right. So we're going
1: back to Roy now. Just go back to the. Just go back to the bracket. Let's just do it from the bracket from here. If I can bring up
0: Ray Campbell once again. Who, who's Ray? Oh. It's Ray against
1: Danny Tanner, right? So in a in a in a. In a match-off with Ray and Danny Tanner, does anybody want to offer any insight one way or another on, why, on either of these two, to try to push your favorite over the other?
0: Let me hear some uh, reasons why Ray is better than Danny. Does anyone have any reasons of like, something that he does better than Danny Tanner?
1: I think the point was made earlier, that he does, like, make, he, he does bring these kind of two strangers really into his home when he doesn't have to just to create a better family unit for, for really everybody. Um, Danny Fair, in a kind of way, does the same thing, but he doesn't really have the same. Are you talking about like Joey and Joey like Jesse? Joey Jesse, yeah. In? But those are more he's bringing them in to help him. To help him, yeah. Yeah, with the kids, they're not strangers. They're people he has very close relationships with. Um, any other? I mean, any, we've already talked
0: about like their careers and everything, and how they treat their kids. Yeah. I mean, they're both great dads. We can't all, dads. all the dads, except maybe for Earl Sinclair are great dads.
1: Any 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 Danny Tanner comments before we take a vote on this one? did he brought them into the house yeah so let me ask you this for those of you that remember sister sister better did Ray have a lot of those end of the show moments like Danny Tanner had? Cuz I mean that was one of the like key moments, the key elements of Full House, right? Was at the end of the show Danny Tanner sitting down with the kids most yeah,
0: of the I'm time? Yeah, I'm sure they're like learning like something every episode, right? But, like, how but does it, that is usually was it Ray
2: driven is it at more least
1: Yeah, so there wasn't really those kind of end of the show end of the show like like they're learning something Kumbaya from their moments. sister pretty much. Yeah.
2: yeah.
4: Okay.
1: Yeah. 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 That was just such a critical part of Danny Tanner's Character, I feel like those moments. But all right, we gonna vote on it. Yeah, I'm ready to. Who wants Who wants Ray? Anybody voting for Ray in this matchup? It's tough, I know. We got one, two, three. We got four. Take it. Hands for Danny. Sorry. Danny's moving on. Good job, Danny. Sorry, Ray. Next time. You're still a good dad. We love you.
0: It's a little bit of a lopsided right side of the bracket.
1: Fair enough. That's my fault. I I, I I I switched stuff around. All right. So we got Carl. We
0: all know Carl. I think think we're in the situation where everyone's going to vote for Carl, but is there anyone that can say a reason why they think?
1: That's because I'd have to live next door to him. He gets to see him And I guess he doesn't
0: know really That's what, I mean. what Steve's up That's to what at I mean. that point. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't
1: he doesn't know Steve he hasn't had to live with Steve like Carlos had to live with Steve. I'll from
2: the dragons. <laughs> you have to save from the That's fair enough. he rolls in he rolls in
1: hard on that on that episode too. No, I don't think so. I think it's only Full House, Step-by-Step, step, and Family Matters. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think Sail and the Cat's and more more different shows of. and Yeah. All right, let's do the vote. Anybody for Frank? Yeah, yeah? Don't be If you want Frank, OK. So we're going to move Carl. Carl, okay. this is this is Like a, impossible. I mean, this is a one right? verse one, right? Does anybody disagree with that sentiment that this is a one verse one? Yeah. So now we really need you guys to fight.
3: So why
1: did Phil Banks not make this? Because he's not on TGIF. Not on TGIF. He only he only guessed, he was only a guest on one episode of Family Matters and it was in the end credits for like thirty seconds and it was an awesome moment we all loved it, but he was not a father on TGIF. Well, that's, that was the joke of the, of the appearance on Family Matters. Yeah. That they're
2: the same model.
1: All right. We got to hear it. We're, I mean, these are the two. We got, we got seven minutes for you all to fight it out over Carl versus Danny. Any, who, wants to start, who wants to start with Carl? Why, and I want to hear specifically, why is Carl better than Danny? Not why is Carl awesome, but why is he better than Danny? Anybody? Right. You, you want to raise your hand. Go ahead.
2: In, in, in some of those people and, and their, their sense of power themselves, there's an episode Perfect I'm Wrong where he or his son where gets pulled and over and every yep. by these like, two very racist white cops. And you know, well, well, words, well, others well, are better well, cops. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember the eyes remember it. But, um, uh, I mean, that it's his it's, it's son obviously, but that takes guts within, you know, we talk about like yeah i was just trying to think do we have
0: a situation where Danny is really like sticking up for his kids like where something bad happened to them and he really has to do it
1: um, nothing comes to mind, but let me let me let me take the cop perspective from a different angle of an episode that me and Steve have a little bit of a disagreement on. So, as a father and as a cop, there's an episode where Eddie ends up buying a significant amount of stolen um, stereo equipment for his yeah. car. He finds out it's stolen. He goes to talk to his dad and say, "Hey, dad, what should I do?" And his dad's response as a cop is immediately, "You should, well, we need to turn, we need to tell the we need to report this. We need to get this you know back to them." Eddie, the entire time, is like, "That's I spent all my money on that. That's all I have. You take that, I have nothing. Eddie ends up taking, or Carl ends up taking it. Cops take it. You know, they're upset. I was on Carl's side. Steve was on Eddie's side. But as a, as a kind of, you know, where being a cop might not have resulted in the best output for his son, I don't know if that makes him a good, I don't know if that means, speaks to his level of father. I think that's more of
0: like, yeah, just like teaching like lifelong lessons yeah. kind of things. You said he
1: shouldn't have done it, though. I mean,
0: he worked his whole summer for that stereo. Still stolen. He didn't know. He didn't know it was stolen when he bought it, right?
3: He, That's he, my he, way. He, he really did. Eh. Playing a donkey card.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. Um. He. I think as soon as he found out, he told his dad. I think that was the right thing to do. Like, I Like, would he got in trouble
0: by the police, yeah. like, yeah. if they knew that he bought it? Probably not. Because
1: I don't think. He, I, I generally think that when he bought it, he didn't know. He just found out really quickly, and as soon as he found out. He told his dad. I don't think. I don't think he did anything wrong.
4: He. he did. He did. Um, So for me, for Carl, it's
3: based on which one do you feel like had the worst time actually
2: fathering the across the street kid?
1: The across the street kid. Do you know Kimmy
2: Gibbler?
1: I mean, Kimmy Gibbler was.
2: Carl because Steve. Steve
1: had redeeming qualities. Kimmy Gibbler did not. Um, so it was a, a much more, As a character uh, So it was a much more difficult, I think, being the neighbor of Kimmy Gibbler than You think is. so? I do I mean, what, what all did she really I say do, st-
0: other than come over to she the was house?
1: Obnox- Steve was destructive And she was just obnoxious, but Steve always had good intentions And Kimmy was just I mean, she's just a
0: friend of the girls She was, more, she was yeah, definitely more of a friend than Steve was That's
3: well, yeah, true it, so. Yeah
1: All right, we're getting low on time. Does anybody want to throw some good pitches out there for Danny Tanner before we take the vote? Because I feel like Carl's getting a lot of the love. So if anybody's got
2: –
1: In fairness, though, Danny's biggest problem was that his OCD kept him at a level that was hard to, hard to keep up with. So any other Danny Tanner pitches before we do the
4: vote? This is real tough. This is real tough. This is real tough.
0: Yeah, and we haven't brought it up what you said in the beginning. Like, I mean, literally, his wife died and he took care of these kids. Like, yeah. You know,
4: like, I think we said all the time I if we about that, like, took he was like, kind of, kind of, Um,
1: I think that's fair. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah and we, we talk about too, like um, Danny has all this help in the house, but I mean, Carl has a lot of help in the house too. He's got Rachel, he's got his mom. Well, that's why I said he brought
1: the help in the house that he brought in to help them more so than whereas in Danny's situation, he brought help into the house to help him.
3: Like,
2: say this, like, Dad, good, yeah. He never lost a job. <laughs> 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 so I will say that for Dad, That's fair.
0: All right, so we got to take this to a final vote. Uh, Hands up for Danny Tanner as the best TGIF dad.
4: Wow. This is a. Close.
0: Zero votes for Danny Tanner. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just go ahead and see the uh, Carl Winslow hands. All right, it's Carl. It's a shutout. It's Carl. Family Matters has now won the best. Theme song in DC, and it has now won the best dad in DC. It's D. a good show. I mean, I get it. That's and I don't a good know who's some of you. I think were in Richmond, but uh, just clueless. Clueless won the best house in, for TGIF, right?
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah, whatever that means. Maybe he didn't. So yeah, let's. I mean, that's fair, right? Yeah, Carl had cool. Carl had eight seasons on TGIF. Danny had two, so there was a lot more uh, a lot more to pull from, but.
0: Well, cool. yeah, that's the final results. We're saying that uh, Carl Winslow is the best TGIF dad. You guys helped choose it. Thank you, everyone, for
1: coming out to our panel. Where can they uh, find us, Steve? We're out of time. Where yeah, can they find TGIF us? At
0: TGIFCast. Very close Very yeah. close second. At TGIFCast on all social media. You can follow us there. And the new episodes every Friday morning on wherever you get your podcasts We haven't, missed, an ep-
1: we haven't missed a week in, what, three Never years? missed a week. Yeah, yep. So thanks for coming out. Enjoy Awesome Con. Good to see everybody. <laughs> Have a good week, Steve you got it dude all right that's
0: it that was our awesome con episode uh looking forward to go back to awesome con uh, yeah, we love next summer in DC
1: next oh. next spring they've changed the date remember oh
0: they did change the date because they were an election year was their reason that it might be too booked or too crazy in the summer uh, I is don't that why that's what they said okay all right um but hopefully they got some better guests next year that's all I'm saying
1: yeah, I mean, so I know if you we like Doctor like,
0: Who and Lord of the Rings, is this was the well, con I, for you,
1: yeah. But look, so we were both like, yeah, the guests this year aren't that great. And then we talked to a couple people, and they're like, this is a great lineup. And I'm like, well, you must be a Doctor Who fan or it's... a Lord of the
0: Rings fan, right?
1: They also had the was it My Hero Academia? They had the entire cast. Of. No, they're in
0: every con. What are voice actors are they? doing? I don't, know.
1: I don't know. Maybe they're not. I
0: don't know. Maybe they're not. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, we're hoping they bring back the TGIF for us the next year. They've been good to us in the past, booking guests specifically because we were there. And uh, let's hope they do it again next year. Yes, that would be great. Uh, What do we got coming up next week on the show?
1: Yeah, so we're going to do something. So there was a show back in 93, the show called Thea. And Thea is a show starring Thea Vidal. It's your typical... You know, sitcom, ABC sitcom, it's billed I, as being the first. I don't first. remember this at all. I don't either. It's billed as being the first uh, television show starring a black woman with her name as the as the title of the show. Okay. Um, Probably the most notable member of the cast is is Brandy, the musician. Um, She plays one of the daughters. Probably so, a
0: pretty young Brandy, right?
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, I imagine. she's. I feel like she was 15 when she became famous in the mid to late 90s, let alone yeah she's the second she's only she's the second child in this show so there's somebody you know there's an older child okay in it um so so, this was a tgif show no it was not okay but some of the the, some of the information i've found says that they aired the second episode on the next week of tgif this week in in september that will be coming up um some other information says they didn't it's kind of conflicting but you know what it sounds like a fun episode um Some of the data says that it it did air, so we're gonna watch it. We're gonna watch it, talk about it, and and just and just do it. We're gonna do it.
0: You remember any? You you you've never seen this, right?
1: I I don't remember the show. I don't even remember the show existing. And it's called just
0: Thea. That's
1: the name. of the show. Uh, Yeah, I might be pronouncing it. It might be Thea. Thea. I don't know. We'll find
0: out. We'll find out when we watch it. T h e a though, right? T-H-E-A. Yep. Okay. Well, yeah. We'll uh, we'll watch that next week, and then we'll talk about it, and then. uh, are we getting ready for the fall too? Is that pretty? Soon? Yeah,
1: and then, yeah, I mean we've got a fall preview I think coming up after that, and and then we're and we're hitting the ground running with four episodes a week. Can't wait! Can't wait! I mean it. <laughs> I mean it's gonna be. I mean boy, Meets, we'll, we'll talk about we'll talk about what's coming in the fall, but I mean it's gonna be a good. It's okay. gonna be a good. All right. It's
0: gonna be a good fall. I'm ready for it.
1: All right. Uh, I think that's it. Anything else to you? Uh, by my notes no social media follow us thank
0: you yeah thanks to sign them one more time this week sign them tgifcast at gmail.com if you want to send your own at tgifcast on all social media follow us subscribe comment review whatever you do that kind of thing and uh i don't know maybe we'll keep going what are we 207 episodes in next week is the uh four year four year
1: yeah four years that's crazy it is um and yeah and you know what Everyone who comes to these live shows, we just the last two weeks we've done the live shows. Thanks for coming out. We appreciate it. We love seeing you. We love seeing people that have come to multiple Repeat guests, we love it. Recognize. Yeah. And and thank you to the cons for having us. So we'd love to go back to GalaxyCon. We'd love to go back to Awesome Con and whoever else wants to have us.
0: Yeah. Know? And you know what? What better way to celebrate two hundred and eight four years than watching a show that we didn't even we're not even sure not aired either. on TGIF. It's <laughs> per- the- it's
1: perfect. It's the best four-year. Uh, we'll, we'll call it our season, season three finale, or and and then we'll kick off season four with something. Our season five. I don't even know how to count Jeez. the next season with with the fall season.
0: Yeah, we'll do that stuff.
1: All right. Have a good week, Steve. You got it, dude.